The birds were singing, the trees were swaying, and the leaves were brushing the trees. And I was still in the tent. The big black blanket with red stripes on top, holding me down but comforting. I sat up. Then I heard a crackling from the fire. I unzipped the tent flap and peeked out. I saw a red-haired, blue-eyed little girl. That's my sister, Sophia. And my dad sitting over by the fire making hot dogs. I had peeked out a little more, and my dad had spotted me. And said, Finally, the princess has awoken, he said loudly. Good morning, my sister said loudly, too. I got out of the tent and sat down next to my dad. How'd you sleep? He said loudly again. I have to use the bathroom. Be right back, my sister interrupted. I slept fine, just my back hurts a little, I said, rubbing my back. About 15 minutes later passed as me and my dad talked a little more, and no sign of Sophia. Hey, Dad, I'll be right back. I'm going to go check on Sophia, I said, worried. He looked a little worried, too, but I didn't want to say anything. I got up and ran around the log that I was sitting on, and I started to walk. It felt like I was walking for hours. I saw a small house-like thing ahead of me, and I was, and it was getting closer and closer. And when I arrived, it was just a little old ra- ranger place. I kept walking, and I knew she was okay. Or at least I think I did. I saw another place ahead of me, and I got to it. And it said, women and men on different sides. So I went in the women and spider and spider-infested bathrooms, and I yelled, Sophia, are you in there? What are you doing? She said, yelling at me. I've been looking for you. Why are you still in here? I said, yelling too. I just got in here. What are you talking about? She said, confused. What do you mean you just got in here? You've been in here for 20 minutes. I got lost, and I didn't know where the bathroom was. I kept walking around, and I found this bathroom. I just got in here like three minutes ago. I took a dump. Is that okay with you? She said smartly. Sure, just hurry up. You stink. That's worried too. I said flustered. I waited outside for another few minutes. She had got out the bathroom and she said something. She had something in her pocket. I couldn't really see what it was because her arm and hand were in the way. I wanted to question her, but something told me not to. We kept walking, and I thought of something. Maybe she saw something on the trail and picked it up, or in the bathroom. So I asked her, Did you find anything while you were walking? I asked her. No, why? She said fastly. We kept walking, and we smelled a smell that we've never smelled before. And we both looked at each other, at a grubby face. And I asked her, You smell that, right? She said, holding her nose shut. Yeah, it smells like death. I said, holding my nose, too. Well, let's just keep walking back to the campsite, I said, worried. As we were were walking, the smell got worse and worse, and we saw something ahead of us on the trail, and it seemed small. But as we were getting closer, we got closer, and some kind of dead animal. We couldn't tell what it was because all the fur was gone. And whatever animal it was, 
guts right now. And I was thinking to myself, why would this be in the middle of the trail at a campsite? Sophia, come on, let's go. I don't want you to have bad dreams. I said caringly. Fine, but I'm a big girl now, she said confidently a little. If you say so, but we need to get back. Come on, let's go. I said commandingly. I was still wondering why it would be there, because it was not there when I was walking to find her. And whatever I did is still out there. I wonder where it is now. We got back to the campsite, and Dad was still sitting on the log. Where have you guys been? He said madly. I had to go get her. She was in the far bathroom on the other side of the campsite. I said. Well, at least you found her. That's the last thing we need for this trip, is losing her. Yeah, can we and Sophia go fishing later? Sure, as long as you behave and you watch her. He said, looking at me closely. No, I want to do it now. She said very loud. No, later. I said, already mad that she said something. Didn't you just kind of get lost in the forest? So why are you asking me if we can go somewhere after I looked for you for 15 to 20 minutes? But I want to go now, she said again. You said you were a big girl. Why are you whining? I don't know. We left about five to ten minutes later. She kind of talked me into it. Hey, come over here and help me carry some stuff. I said carrying all the stuff. No, she said very smartly. Right now, I said mad. Why? Because I said so. Okay, dang. She got the fishing poles and the worms. I got the bucket, the tackle box, and the book bag of snacks. We were walking on the same trail again, and there was no sign of the dead animal that was there before. We walked all the way to the grass field, and the dock was on the other side of it. I see the dock, she said excitedly. She dropped all the stuff and ran to the dock. Sophia, come back here. She stopped, looked back, and looked forward, and started walking back to grab the stuff. And she went running again. You fall on a pole and get a hook in you? I'm not helping you, I said. I noticed my shoe was untied. I put everything down and tied it, only to notice that there was a butterfly on the ground in front of me. So I grabbed it by the wing, and as soon as I touched it, it flew away. Then I got up and started walking again. And as I got up to the dock, she was bent down at the side of the lake. What are you doing? I said, curious. There are tadpoles. Can I touch them? She said very sad, giving me puppy eyes. Just be careful. I don't want you to get bit by something in the water. I said, worried. Okay. Then I go over to the dock and set all my stuff down. And I get my blue fishing pole and worms. I cut the worm in half and put it on the end of my hook. I see something move your way. It looks big, she said, telling me. Oh, I see it. It does look big. My hook then started to pull, my fingers gripping onto the pole and me reeling in.
Then the pulling stopped, and the hook, I saw nothing. Took my bait, darn it, I said to myself. What are you doing over there, she, she yelled. What does it look like I'm doing, bowling? I said smartly. Never mind, she said again. I did not mean to snap at her, but I was just so mad that I did not get that fish. I thought to myself, I'm going to get that fish, and I don't think anyone's going to stop me. I said to myself again. So I got my pole, hook, and worm, put it on the end of the hook, and threw it out there, and you waited for a while. I think about 10 to 15 minutes later, it passed. Can I get in the lake? She said to me like there was something wrong with it. Okay, you must be crazy to get in that lake. You don't know how deep that is or what's in there. There could be a snapping turtle like that can bite you or anything else that can bite you or kill you. I said from far away. But what could go wrong? She's like confused. Everything, I yelled. What do you mean? She said again. You can't see the ground. You have no idea what's in the pond. You can get bitten or poisonous or die or anything else. Now do you understand a little bit? No, she said dumbly. Well, I'm not going to explain this to you anymore. You can ask Dad and walk all the way back there and ask him, because I'm not the boss of you, I said angrily. Fine, she said angrily. Well, can I please have a snack, she said again. Yes, after you're done with it, you can come fish with me, I said. She was so loud with the bags, flushing all the snacks up and down and around. She finally found one. The Zidbuck bag of M&M's. She opened the bag so softly like she wanted, and poured all of them in her mouth. Well, I guess I can't have any now, I said sadly. Come over here and fish, I said commandingly. Fine, she said again. She got the pole and a worm, threw it out there. She moved closer to me. It's a mint. That's in your pocket? I was wondering what it was after you got out the bathroom. I said confused. Yeah, I found it when I was walking to the bathroom. She said fast. Why would you pick that up? A person could have done something to it, like put drugs in it or something like that. I said, yelling. I grabbed the mint out of her pocket and threw it in the water. She looked at me so mad I thought she was going to explode. Why would you do that? She asked. I didn't want you to die, or you're my only sister. I don't want you to die. Well, not at least on my watch. She jumped in the lake, and I jumped after her. As I jumped after her, we were both scared now. The bottom of the lake was really slushy like sand. Very slushy. We were both kind of scared now. We couldn't see below us. We felt something under our toes. It was like very soft, like silk. We didn't know what it was, so we kind of fastly got to the dock. She got up there first. I got up there second. 
She fell back into the water. I dove back into the water to grab her, put her back on the dock, then got up there. Thank you for saving me. Why would I not save you? You're my sister, my little sister. I love you. I love you too, Naya.